Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good day, everyone. This is Tony Moskal with your high school sports podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for everyone. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the wait is finally over. Football is back. That's right. The NFL is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. I'm going to throw a bunch of money on this. This is my one bet for the year. My favorite team, the New York Giants, will be eliminated from the playoffs probably by the sixth week. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your sportsbook experts. Joining me this week is a very unique individual. Her name is Anissa Garcia. And when we think of female athletes and the traditional sports they play, we may think basketball, soccer, tennis. Nope, not this young lady. She's a football player. She's not a kicker. She's the long snapper of the Mighty Monsoons at Mayfair High School. However, it doesn't stop there. She's also a recreational hockey player, as well as being Miss Teen California. Anissa, thank you for joining me on the podcast this week. That is quite an impressive resume. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. That's a lot. That's got to keep you pretty busy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How do you uh, coordinate your day with all of those things that you do? Time management is key. Um, Going from morning lifts to school to practice after school, work, any kind of pageant events I have, it keeps me really busy. And your parents are driving you all over the place or did, or did they figure it out and get you your own car? <laughs> yeah, I drive now, luckily. My parents have to take my brothers to practice and everything. That's great. How did you get into long snapping and playing football? Because we've all seen it that in high school football, there are a lot of girls that participate, but all of the time I've ever seen, they're kickers. But you're a long snapper. You get down on the line with the big uglies and, and and you snap that ball back to the punter or the holder. How did you get involved in that? So I actually started as a team manager my sophomore year for Coach Bedell and the football team. And as I was like working with the team, I realized I wanted to be a bigger part of the family and I wanted to be a part of that. So I talked to Coach Bedell, and I think he thought I was crazy, and I still think he thinks I'm crazy, but um, he started practicing with me, and I started kicking originally, and after a little while of that, we decided I wasn't a kicker, (laughs) and um, our long snapper that year was graduating, so supply and demand. I stepped up and started training with Chris Rubio and Matt Wigley. They taught me how to snap. Um, Coach Bedell's son's snapper, so that helped out a ton as well. But yeah, just stepped up and started snapping and loved every single minute of it. Were your parents skeptical about it at all? Because I've got two daughters and they both they both played, you know, a lot of sports, um, soccer to, you know, for the for the most part. But if one of them came to me and said, Dad, you know what, I want to be the long snapper on the football team, I might want to do a double take on that. How were your parents with all of this? So 
luckily my parents were super supportive throughout the whole thing. At first, like, um, my dad would take me out to the field and catch my snaps and we're kind of quiet about it with my mom. But, you know, now my mom is the one who takes me to lessons and flies me across the country to camps and she comes out and catches my snaps too. So I got, I got super lucky that my parents were so supportive of me playing. Were your parents athletic or did they play uh, any sports in school? (laughs) Um, my mom did like tennis and my dad was in band. So that (laughs) they were kind (laughs) of, Yeah. Well, you you could say yes or no. Uh, (laughs) Now, when Coach Bedell told me, and you just said that you were the manager of the team first, and and you're around so many guys, and most girls that are managers, you're the water girl, you're the statistician, you know, you, you kind of do the stuff that nobody wants to do. How were you treated by the guys on the team? And and what happened when you started snapping? So... Originally, they just saw me as like the stat girl or the water girl. So um, that was an interesting transition to, oh, she's our teammate now. And it took a while for me to show my teammates that, hey, I'm doing this because I want to be the best for the team. And I'm doing this for the same reason as you. This is my passion. And eventually I earned the respect. And now they view me as, you know, one of their teammates. And I... I'm really proud of that, finally. And you've got two younger brothers who play hockey. Yeah. Is there a bit of a sibling rivalry between you guys? Oh, huge. <laughs> Insanely competitive, anything we do. Um, they both play hockey and I play football. So I get out there on the ice and mess with them. They think that they're so strong, but they they know their sister can lay them out on the ice still. That's awesome. And you play recreational hockey, correct? Yeah. So I started um, when I was really young, I played, well, I did competitive figure skating. And once my brother started hockey, I realized I wanted to do that. That looked a lot more fun than figure skating. So um, I started skating around and got gear and did some free skates with my brothers, but they're the ones who really focus on hockey. And my brother plays for his high school. So that's his thing. And when you guys are on the ice, do they go easy on you or oh, is no. it? Is- <laughs> no, we don't, we don't hold back. We're checking each other into the walls and it's, it's a lot of fun. Very competitive family. When you guys are at home, do you just walk down the hallway and knock somebody, slam them into the wall? Oh yeah. I had to stop them from playing hockey in the living room right now. So I could hear you. <laughs> it's there's, awesome. there's always some kind of pickup game going on in my house. Wow. Now, Coach Bedell also told me that you are a leader on the team. And being the only girl, how easy or difficult was it to put yourself in that role? How did you start to take a leadership role on the team? So when I first joined the team, there was very mixed emotions about it. Um, I was a sophomore and I was one of the younger on the team, but As I continued in the program, I kind of built up this confidence on the field in the weight room. And um, I just wanted all of my teammates and any new teammates just to feel like comfortable because it really is a family like that program is truly my family. So I wanted everyone else to just feel comfortable and happy with the program and just love their teammates, you know. Are you a vocal leader or do you lead more by example? Um. I try to say a little bit of both, but um, if you ask the boys, they'll probably say vocal because they can't get me to shut up sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that can, that can be a good thing and it can be a bad oh, thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Coach Bedell, how did he, you know, kind of develop this dynamic of having you out there and being a, an integral part of the team? Did he have to have those, you know, come to Jesus moments with the guys on the team and say, hey, guys, she's a member of this team. We're going to treat her this way. Was there any difficulty with them having resisting him in the whole thing? So I had this talk with coach a little while back. He, he didn't really have to do much because the boys just kind of realized, oh, she's, this is our teammate now. And there's not much you can do to change that. Um, I was really lucky that my, most of my teammates were super accepting and the ones who weren't came to, came to terms with the idea that I'm their teammate for better or for worse. And now you are part of the family. So there's got to be a lot of that big brother protection syndrome going around school, correct? Oh yeah, those those are my boys. <laughs> and and they will do whatever they can to, to have your back. Yes, yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have them. That's great. Now you are also a I'm I'm going to use this term a beauty queen <laughs> because you are you do beauty pageants. You are uh, correct me if I am wrong, Miss Teen USA or Miss Teen California? Yeah. Currently, I'm Miss Teen of California, and then in a few months, I'm flying out to Georgia, and I'm competing at Miss Teen of America. Now, obviously, there is a lot of preparation that goes into both long snapping and football, as well as, you know, your 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 pageants. How similar or different is the preparation between the two? <sighs> They're two different worlds. <laughs> Like for football, I can get out there on the field and put on my cleats and um, warm up and I'm ready to go. But for pageants, so much preparation that goes into like, what am I doing on stage? What am I doing in interviews? So two completely different worlds. What's so different about them? Is it, which one's more competitive? I'd say football. Um, When I go to camps and, uh, train with Chris Rubio, it's extremely competitive out there with ranking and with um, exposure. So I'd, I'd say the football side is a little bit more competitive than pageants. And and you've traveled all over the country for the Rubio snapping camps. And obviously you, you may be the only girl. What was it like the first time you went to a camp? What did people say when they thought, when they realized, Oh, that's not somebody's sister. She's here to compete with us. And how were you treated by the other competitors? Yeah, so my first camp was kind of weird. Um, it was a fall camp out here in Los Angeles. And um, I walked into camp and just heads turned. And everyone's kind of looking at this girl in a camp shirt and cleats. And um, I got there on the field and I kind of had to do the same thing I did with my teammates and show them I'm doing this the same reason as you. Like, this is our passion. And um, after that, it was pretty cool. I made a ton of friends long snapping. Some of my really, really close friends are just snappers from across the country. So that that's one of my favorite things to do, actually, is go out to camps and hang out with my friends. And you mentioned that you work with Coach Bedell's son, Derek, who was a long snapper at St. John Bosco and is now at Colorado. How did that – was that just a natural partnership where, you know, Coach Bedell said, hey, my son does this you know what, he's going to help you or would you mind having him help you? Yeah. So um, when I first started long snapping, I knew coach's son was the snapper. So he brought him over to the field a few days and he would work with me and like 
that was when I was just beginning to long snap. So I was super lucky to have someone who knew exactly what they were doing to come out and help me. Now, when you're snapping and you're you're on the line of scrimmage, I'm sure that the the, the comments are, shall we say, colorful. <laughs> uh, what what has been said to you at the line of scrimmage that you and I can repeat on the air? Oh man, I don't know if there's much I can repeat. <laughs> it's a lot of just. I don't know whether or not the other teams don't like that there's a girl playing against them or if they're like threatened by it, but there's, I've, I've heard some things on the field that I cannot repeat. (laughs) And, and it's just, but does that motivate you more to just say, Hey, you know what? I'm here and I'm going to show you that I can, I can compete with you at this level doing what my specialty is. Oh yeah. It's kind of funny because, um, when someone is talking to me on the field or just talking smack, my boys will try to jump in and like back me up really fast. I just have to kind of tell them like, Hey, I got myself, like I got this, I got myself into this. So this is my thing. Like I can, I can handle myself. Does the other team's long snapper ever come up to you and ask you for pointers? (laughs) That, that hasn't happened yet, but I think that would be really cool. (laughs) Um, Now beauty pageants, how did you get involved in those? So I think I was in eighth grade and we have a city pageant, Miss Bellflower. Um, My mom just kind of wanted me to run to see what would happen and compete and just kind of get me out of my shell. Um, I ended up winning Miss Teen Queen. And then I served a year just um, community volunteering and it was super cool. I love my experience. So I ran another year, got Miss Bellflower and then now here I am with Miss California. Do the girls in the pageants, do they know that you are a football player and what you do? Oh yeah. You, I get super close with um, either people I'm competing against, which turn into like court members and um, they're usually pretty supportive of it and they think it's pretty cool. Has anybody looked at you and said, you, you know, been giving you disparaging comments about it, about, Oh no, you know, this is a different thing. We're, we're beauty Queens here. We're not tomboy football players. Yeah, of course I'm going to get some, going to get some hate for um, what I do, but really this is my passion and I love football. I love being on stage and competing. So if, if they don't like that, that's not really on me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And, and both things are on stage because if you're the long snapper, everybody's watching because everybody's watching the ball. If you're just the right guard, most people don't watch what the linemen do, but when that ball gets back to the punter or the holder, if it's a good snap, that's great. But if it's not a good snap, now everybody's looking at you. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the thing with long snapping and specialists in general. You don't really know the kicker's name. You don't really know the snapper's name unless they mess up a play. That's the, that's kind of the beauty of it. You're kind of an, um, kind of an unknown player until you mess up or unless you do something amazing. You know what I mean? And you don't want to be known for anything. Oh yeah. (laughs) You don't want to be known for the, for the snapper who snapped it right over your punter's head or rolled the PAT. Have you now, after you snap the ball, do you go down and try and make a tackle or are you just getting off the field because you don't want anybody to take a cheap shot at you? Oh no, we're snap and go. So as soon as I snap, I'm down the field trying to make the tackle. 
you ever make a tackle? You ever, and then somebody gets up and you look at them and go, yeah, that was me. You know what? I have not done that yet, but that is, that is a main goal my senior season. That would, that would be fantastic. <laughs> and just to see the look on somebody's face, it's like, wow, she came down, she beat all those guys down the field and she came and she drilled me and knocked me into the ground. And, <laughs> and you're going to get up and jump and it's going to be the greatest thing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, you just received an offer from the University of Puget Sound. When you got involved in all of this, was this something that you expected or did it just kind of happen? So when I first started playing football, I just wanted to play for Mayfair. I wanted to be the best available for Mayfair football. And I wanted to just be a part of that family. And as I continued playing throughout training and practices and games and season, I kind of realized, oh, I, I really love doing this. This is my passion. I love being out on the field. This is what I want to do. So that just encouraged me to train even harder and, you know, get the drive to continue this into college. And that's kind of the goal now. So was it a goal at the beginning or was it just something that was, that was kind of a novelty that was fun that's just turned into something that maybe you really didn't expect? Oh yeah, I never would have expected getting offers to continue my like academics and athletics for playing football. I never would have expected that, you know, even two years ago when I was a, a water girl, like it's, it's crazy to me how things happen. Well, we've, we've all got a path and, you know, when you find out that you're good at something, if you work at it, like you've done, then guess what? I, I think a lot of times people say, I don't care if that's a girl or whatever. If she, if, if that individual can help my program in any way, then, then we're going to find a way to try and get them here. Yeah, most definitely. I, I just have to find those schools that are as open-minded to that, um, having a girl snapper on their team. Cause some schools I've ran into aren't, um, as fond of that idea, but other schools are super excited and love that idea. So I just have to find schools that have that mindset. What besides Puget Sound, who else has reached out to you uh, to inquire about having you come to their school? I've had a few other schools reach out to me, but um, for me, it's just finding a school that I feel like I'm going to be at home with. That's the key factor. And if they have my major, if they have my minor, and um, that's that's the most important to me. Yeah, and you mentioned to me during our conversations this week that you want to major in broadcast journalism. And if, and if you get more offers to Long Snap, will accepting the offer from a school be a major influence if the school doesn't have the major? Or are you looking for the school that has the major that's going to extend an offer? So um, obviously my goal is to have journalism and broadcasting and sports management, but if I if I have an offer from one of my top schools and um, they don't have that, communications is my second option. So I have a backup plan, but obviously I'm I'm shooting for my major. What What are your dream schools right now? Um, I'm really interested in Temple University, Colorado State, and probably um, Nevada. Nevada Reno or UNLV? UNLV. Okay, that's I I think that's great and. Um, when you look at what do you want to do with broadcast journalism, because there are so many jobs that are out there within that field that, 
you know, people don't really see. They don't see the the utility people, the graphics people, the producer, the director, the replay people, the lighting people, the sound people, all of these people that it takes to put on a broadcast. What is it that you want to do? So with my like history in pageants and football and hockey, I've always loved being on stage and being as close as I can to we're a very athletic family and we have watched sports since day one. So I, I want to be a reporter. I want to be on the field, on the ice. Um, I want to be in the action. So kind of maybe a sideline reporter or something like that. Yes. Now how many, how much sports do you watch on a regular basis? Depends what season it is. So right now it's the cup playoffs. So we're watching a lot of hockey and uh, we're a big baseball family. So always have to go for the Dodgers. And then we watch more college football than we do NFL. Okay. Hockey team, Kings or Ducks? Ducks. Oh, see your Yeah. <laughs> killing me. Whoa. No, we're, we're a Kings family at, at the Moscow house. Um, Hey, when it comes to the talent portion of the pageant and everybody's twirling batons or dancing or whatever, do you just walk out there with a football, look at one of the judges and go, hey, get back there about 13 yards and you just rip one back to them? Yeah, we've we've joked about that with my coach before that I should just bring Target on stage and start snapping to that for my talent. But um, I've taught myself how to play ukulele and then I've been in choir since I was really little. So I sing and play ukulele. So you sing, you play an instrument, you play hockey, you play football, you're a a, a beauty pageant queen. What is it that you don't do? Um, (laughs) have time. (laughs) (laughs) You're an incredibly well-rounded young lady. What's your favorite thing to do though, out of all of those? Oh, being out on the field with my team. Hands down. Running out there on Friday night. Yep. Hands down. That is my favorite thing. How are you guys dealing with the, with the pandemic? Like we all are. How, how difficult has it been to not be around everybody? Oh, so super thankful for coach Bedell and coach Schneider and the rest of our staff. They've been keeping us in touch really well. We have um, team zoom calls and, we see each other every now and then since we can't um, in person, obviously. So we'll do our meetings over Zoom. And, you know, Coach Bedell, the ironic thing is he and I met a couple of years ago. Two of his nephews played golf for me up at the school I teach at. <laughs> and we're learning that the world, the older we get, the smaller our world becomes. Yeah. Um. Hey, Anissa, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to do this. This has been just fun for me to to learn about you as a person, to learn about you as as an athlete, and and just a, a you're such a well rounded person that's involved. It seems like you do everything, and and I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast. I hope that when football season starts, our prep zone crew gets assigned a Mayfair game. And uh, you and I can long snap next to each other. Because I, I did that a long time ago, and I can still get it back there. I would love that. That would be great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate that. Okay, I want to ask you five just off-the-wall questions before I let you go. 
Your favorite football team, college or pro? USC. I'm biased. My mom is an alumni. So since day one, we've been USC. You're killing me again. (laughs) All right. Your favorite cartoon growing up? Mm, Probably SpongeBob. Okay. Your favorite dessert? I really like pecan pie. Okay. Your favorite meal? I love sushi. Okay. And your favorite class in school? History. I'm a huge history nerd. Really? What what yeah. era of history? Um, American history. All right. That's fantastic. Well, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, I, I hope we get to officially meet. Uh, Coach Padella is a friend of mine. I think he does runs a great program down there at Mayfair. And like I told him, the Monsoons is probably my favorite high school nickname. <laughs> So, you know, enjoy the rest of your week and and hopefully our paths cross on the football field one day. That would be great. Thank you so much. All right, Anissa, thank you so much. I'd like to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Um, Keep your masks on. Keep your social distancing. We want to get back to normal as soon as possible. I would like to end this by uh, throwing out some thoughts and prayers to my good friend Jim Bonds, head football coach at St. Francis High School who is battling some cancer and has gone through a bunch of chemotherapy. Jim, our, the entire Southern section football community, our thoughts and our prayers are with you at this time. And we hope to see you back on the sideline soon. I'd like to thank Anissa Garcia from Mayfair High School for taking the time to do this. I'd like to thank you guys for listening. And until next time, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.